Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. General Michael Flynn, bottom of this hour, so that means at the 30 mark, do not touch that dial. Be here for General Flynn. That's part one of my two-part series with him today and tomorrow. Kimberly Guilfoyle will be in the last hour, hour number three in the program as well. Got a lot to get to. Remember that big hubbub over at the, Na- at the Nashville uh, legislature, at the House, the state house in Tennessee, where a bunch of people barged their way in, Basically an insurrection. They were overrunning state troopers. It was not peaceful. It was a violent protest about guns or about trans rights or about something, whatever. Um, it turns out that there were some state legislature, state legislators that were involved in that protest, and they have now been dealt with. And I think you're going to like the result here. It's the right thing to do when somebody acts so stupidly on a Thursday. Feeling all right? Uh-huh. Say what? Seems I got to have a change of scene. Every night I have strangers dream. Imprisoned by the way it could have been. Left here on my own, oh, so it seems. Carrie, how's it going? It's going all right. Wow. On a Thursday, that's odd. Won't someone lock the door? Balls in the house. Sam, get it done. Feeling all right. Come on now. I'm not feeling too good myself. Come on, man. Harmonize. Yes, sir. Feeling all right. I'm not feeling too good myself. What's that? It sounded like that hurt. It, you know what? But I, my pain is joy for the listener. Okay. What? <laughs> Whatever you say. Okay. What do you mean? Okay. I know you're doing it for the people. I will put my voice in pain to bring the happiness and the joy and the effervescence, the enlightenment wow. to my listeners. What? Okay, I, I do for lot. the people. Listen, one day, maybe you'll realize that you should do for the people as well. <laughs> I do every day. Well, I wake up in the morning, and I go to sleep at night, <laughs> and I'm thinking about, about the American the people. people. Exactly right. So yeah, uh, yeah, next hour, I'm sure you'll enjoy more because oh, you've yes. got your buddy Mel. Yes, Mel. Who you couldn't pick yeah. out of a lineup. You could not. <laughs> you, do, you don't know that. I do know that. You've You're seen one picture right. of him from 1973. Yeah, and I'm sure he's changed probably a little bit. Yeah, it looks exactly the same. We're in the same lemon jumpsuit. Ooh, 
that yeah. he had on in 1973. Was... We're talking about Mel Shocker from uh, Grand Funk Railroad. Until I just said Shocker, Carrie would not have been able to tell you what Mel's last name was. Am I right or am I wrong? You're right. There You're you right. I don't know. But for some reason, she's There's co-opted Mel, Mel. Yeah. as her people in her community yeah. for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's happened. I don't know uh, So either. there you go. We appreciate you stopping by. We've got General Flynn, as I said, in about 25 minutes from now. So make sure you stick around for that. He's got a lot to say. Carrie's one of those interviews, I respect General Flynn so much that uh, when he starts talking, I just he goes for like 17 minutes and then I thank him and then we move you on. You don't interrupt. I don't no, say an awful lot. Now, the first talk. time I had him on, I interrupted a couple of times because I wanted to keep the, 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 the whole interview going and I was just lit up. by Why would you let him talk? I'm like, literally, out of 17 minutes, I talked three seconds. <laughs> which I'm fine much. with because it's General Flynn. You want that. Uh, yes, you want to hear the man speak. So we'll have him at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. Um, but right now, I want to get into what happened at the House of, of Representatives in Tennessee after the school shooting where a trans activist, a woman who wanted to be called he, him, a woman took up arms and shot her way into a school, killing three children, three nine-year-olds and three adults who were there as well and before she was killed by police. And the left in this country is still arguing that we should be calling her by the proper pronouns or something, that we're somehow misgendering her by calling her this Audrey person um, a her or a she or a female. Well, since then, there was this big event that happened at the State House in Tennessee where a bunch of activists showed up. They were pretending they wanted gun control when in reality they were there because they were trans activists. Now, the media doesn't want to say that. But that's who they were because they were screaming about people misgendering this heinous, disgusting killer. Well, they were overrunning um, state troopers. They were they, they took over the House chamber. And it turns out three legislators were held accountable for what happened. And, and Carrie, you've got an update on that. I do. This is from the New York Post. Tennessee's Republican-controlled House of Representatives voted 72 to 25 on Thursday to expel the first of three Democratic lawmakers for leading gun control protests that spilled into the state Capitol building last week. State Rep. Justin Jones was ousted for inciting protesters to disrupt deliberations on the House floor after three adults and three children were gunned down at the Covenant School in Nashville March 27th as Republican lawmakers weighed taking actions on two other representatives, Gloria Johnson and Justin Pearson. Three days after the bloodshed, Johnson, Jones, and Pearson held hands as they entered the House chamber before taking over the well, eventually leading protesters packed into the upper gallery in chants. No action, no peace, Jones shouted through a bullhorn as he held up a sign that read, Protect Kids, Not Guns. Republicans said the lawmakers did knowingly and intentionally bring disorder and dishonor to the House of Representatives through their individual and collective actions, according to expulsion resolutions drafted against each. Hundreds of students, parents, and teachers joined the representatives as they marched into the state capitol to demand stricter gun laws. Good. And, and I say good because no justice, no peace is unconstitutional. Let me say that again because I think people get confused by this. No justice, no peace is unconstitutional. The First Amendment does Make sure the government can't take away your right to protest or bring redress. It says you can do that. But the word peaceably should not be forgotten. What happened in 2020 in Minnesota was not legal. The burning down of 300 businesses, the burning down and the taking down of a police station, 
people, you know, killing others in the streets around this country because of what happened to George Floyd, who, by the way, it was adjudicated. The guy was found guilty. You are not allowed to burn down the target, loot it first, then burn it down because you're mad at something that the government did. You can peaceably protest. So let me say it again. No justice, no peace. You can say it, but when you do it, that's unconstitutional. So you had people who were elected to represent the people of of Tennessee who were saying no justice, no peace. They were using megaphones inside the chamber. They were causing unrest outside the chamber. They should be launched out out, out of the house. And the one guy was, and hopefully the other two will be as well. They should be. Because again, let, let me just say it again, because I don't want to think anybody thinks I'm saying this quickly and you don't understand what I'm saying. No justice, no peace is unconstitutional. The Constitution itself says you have the right to peacefully protest and that won't be infringed. Government can't stop that. Hopefully we're clear on that. And if it happens anywhere else, kick them out as well. You've got people inside the chamber organizing a non-peaceful protest outside and inside the chamber. You can't have them work there anymore. You just can't. This is the right result. So I want to go from that because trans rights seems to be the, 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 the big deal now. I want to go from that to a case that some who believe in so-called trans rights for children are cheering something the Supreme Court did today. Now, uh, Carrie's got this for you. And you probably will be confused when you hear her read it because this is not the last word. This is a procedural move, but people are celebrating it like somehow trans athletes got a big win today. Carrie, what do you have? From Fox News, the Supreme Court ruled on Thursday, 12-year-old transgender West Virginia girl can compete on her middle school girls sports teams amid a lawsuit over a ban. Lawyers and representatives for Becky Pepper Jackson had initially asked the Supreme Court to reject an emergency application from West Virginia lawmakers that would have allowed student athletes to only play sports with and against those of their biological gender. Supreme Court justices refused to disturb an appeals court order that made it possible for the girl to continue playing on her school's track and cross-country teams. Justices Samuel Alito and Clarence Thomas dissented from the decision. I would grant the state's application, among other things, Enforcement of the law at issue should not be forbidden by the federal courts without any explanation, Alito wrote in dissent. This is a procedural setback, but we remain confident that when this case is ultimately determined on the merits, we will prevail. West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey said in a statement, We maintain our stance that this is a common sense law. We have a very strong case. It's just basic fairness and common sense to not have biological males play in women's sports. The American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU of West Virginia, and Lambda Legal celebrated the decision in a joint statement. They should not have because this is not going to be the final decision. Carrie, thank you. This is procedural. This does not mean that this 12-year-old boy can continue competing against the girls. Who, who was the source of that story? Uh, this was Fox News. Fox called this person a her and a she the entire time? Uh, yes. Wow. So this 12-year-old who isn't old enough to drive yet, to smoke yet, to drink yet, to vote yet, to run for office yet, to go serve in the military yet, for some reason has standing to say, I'm now no longer a boy, I'm a girl, and we're just supposed to accept that. What this case really is about, West Virginia said boys can't compete against girls. It's part of their law now. An injunction was asked for by the far-left loons like the ACLU and others 
to allow this boy to continue competing against the girls until the case is properly adjudicated. Once it's properly adjudicated, I'm sure the Supreme Court will say, no, boys can't compete against girls. That's stupid. But while there's an injunction stopping the law from going into place, procedurally, the boy can continue competing against girls until such a time the law is found to be constitutional, which, of course, I think it is. So this celebration will be short-lived or short-lived, depending on which which one you say. Um, but nonetheless, trans activists are acting like this is somehow the be-all, end-all. With all that in mind, your favorite black female immigrant gay person at the White House, KJP, and I only know all that stuff because told, she told us, she is continuing to go on about trans rights and trans bravery and trans kids matter and trans kids and their trans families and the trans trans. This is, again, it's less than 1% of the population. And people say, Joe, why don't you bring it up so much? Because it's seeping in to your kids' education. It's seeping into even religious organizations. It's seeping in around our country. We must head it off at the pass because we're trying to give a green light. They're trying to make us give a green light to mutilation of children, which I'm not going to be okay with. This is what KJP had to say, now keep in mind, she has steadily said, I'm not going to comment on individual laws in individual states. I'm not going to comment on ongoing cases. Yet for some reason, when it's something that she's, she loves she loves and she supports, she's, she's got comment. With the enactment of a new law in Indiana, 14 states have now banned gender-affirming health care, while some of these laws are currently blocked by courts. There's literally nothing called gender-affirming health care. That is not a thing. She just made something up, and the left trans gay uh, activists are making it up as well. There is nothing that's health care that can be called gender-affirming health care. That's not a thing. This is a dangerous, a dangerous attack on the rights of parents to make the best health care decisions for their own kids. Again, mutilating your children is not, a, is not the best health care decision you can make for your kids. We're talking about cutting off body parts, adding body parts, mutilating other parts of the body to pretend you're making a new body part for kids. And she's saying parents should have the right to make that decision. According to the Human Rights Campaign, more than 50% of transgender youth in the U.S., which is estimated to be more than 150,000 kids, live in states in which transgender youth have lost access to or at risk of losing access to gender-affirming care. No such thing as gender-affirming care, which she's saying is not a thing. She's saying it in such a way that she hopes those who are hearing her say it will believe there's something like gender-affirming health care. It's like saying killing unborn children is reproductive health care, which it's not. Look, this is awful news. Let's be very clear about that. LGBTQI plus kids are resilient. They are fierce. They fight back. They're not going anywhere. And we have their back. This administration has their back. We are so proud of the kids across this country who have organized protests and school walkouts to tell the politicians in their states to stop this legislative bullying. Legislative bullying. Gender-affirming health care. I'm the father of five daughters. Let's say, and I've got two of them are minors. Let's say my child says, Dad, I'm not a girl anymore, I'm a boy. 
There are some of you out there listening and watching, some of you out there in main media, main tech, and all this other stuff, who would say, I should support the child in having her breast removed, having skin peeled from her arms or legs to make a fake boy part. I should do that because it's gender-affirming care, and as her parent, I should let her, I should let her do that. Corinne Jean-Pierre just made the case that parents should have the ability to make those healthcare decisions for their kids. Not healthcare, as we all know, but parents should be able to decide. Let me ask you this. If I decided to kill one of my kids because she said, Dad, I really just want to die, and if I don't do it, I'm not listening to her healthcare needs, so I'm not a good parent. If I do do it, you won't charge me with murder? Let's say she says, Dad, my right arm really bothers me today. I'd like to have it cut off. I believe my right arm is the devil, the arm of the devil. If I don't cut off her right arm, am I now a bad parent? So I won't give her the the arm appreciative care that she needs and wants? Or maybe I should say no as her parent to cutting off her breasts or to stopping puberty from naturally happening. And maybe I should say no to cutting off his male part and making a fake female part. Maybe I should say no to mutilation of children. Maybe I should say that. Maybe I should say no to killing children when you feel like it. Maybe I should say no to cutting off children's limbs because they don't like their limb today. Maybe I should be a parent and tell them, Bobby, you're a boy. You're not a girl. I hear you. I feel you. And I understand that you're confused and I want to help you through that. But you're a boy. Or Betty, you're a girl. I know that you feel like you're not, and you're getting really bad messages from people like Karine Jean-Pierre, so let me help you through this. Maybe I should do that. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. General Michael Flynn in about seven minutes, something like that. Make sure you stay right where you are. Do not touch that dial. You want to watch the interview, JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. Um, everybody heard about it. The big failure of a huge bank. This is the second biggest bank failure in U.S. history, in fact. And Moody's downgraded the entire U.S. banking system from stable to negative. We're hearing all these this negative economic news. Inflation still through the roof. We're not sure what's happening with interest rates. And the dollar's value is in in the balance here. You're going to want to get with something in your portfolio, diversify, and add something tangible, something that doesn't need bailing out, something that can't just vanish into thin air. Learn the truth in Swiss America's shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. It's an all-out war against cash. It's a war against the Constitution. It's a war against all freedom-loving Americans. Listen to me. you got to read The Secret War on Cash like I just did. Get your free copy by calling or texting 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com slash PAG. SwissAmerica.com slash P-A-G-S. It's an all-out war on cash. Digital forms of currency, too. It's happening every day. Get The Secret War on Cash right now. Call or text 800-289-2646. Or go to SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS. Right now. now. Let me take a quick phone call. It's got to be fast for me. 
Um, Stuart, talk to me. Hey, Joe. I, I just had a question for you. I was listening about you know all the child mutilation, blah, blah, blah stuff going on, but don't you have to be like 18 years old just to get a tattoo? Yes, and you can't do it without your parents' uh, permission otherwise. It's a great, listen, it's a great point. Let me add to what, what he's saying and what I was saying at the last half hour. Kareem Jean-Pierre wants parents to be able to make the decision about their children's gender-affirming health care. Well, what if I decide my child who thinks that she's a boy isn't and I won't let her go and do it? Then Kareem Jean-Pierre would be against my parental rights. Trust me. General Flynn, when we come back, stay here. Joe Pags. 